Sen Morimoto began his life journey in Kyoto, Japan, and now he and his style of lush hip-hop call Chicago home. His newest work is called Cannonball, and it was written, arranged, and produced all by himself, and is available now. Sen Morimoto, welcome to Vocalo. Hi, thank How you for having me. Now, this is, a, this is not your first visit to, no. to Vocalo. I've I think the last, t- the last time you were here, you were here with Kaina mm-hmm. uh, playing in her band. Uh, before we get into the album, can you tell me a little bit about that collaboration and why this network of musicians that you have chosen to work with is so important to you in your work? Totally. It wasn't something that I intentionally sought out, which I think is something that makes it very special to me, is that it feels very natural in the way that things just come into your life and any, everyone's life, you mm-hmm. know, and the things that last for a reason. And um, I think it's all just been through playing shows and meeting people that, you know, you can feel when you're on the same wavelength as someone in terms of things that you value uh, in music and just in life in general. And so um, a lot of the people I work with, you know, the reason isn't, that I, although I love their music, that's not really the reason that we work together. It's mm-hmm. more that we can connect as human beings you know now let's talk about the journey from uh kyoto to massachusetts to chicago jazz music you were uh, you're a trained jazz saxophonist i don't know a whole lot of of super young people who found themselves in 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 love with jazz as even younger people mm. uh, what is it about the way that that jazz in particular is arranged and composed that you find is helpful as a hip-hop songwriter? For me, it's mostly, uh, I mean, the kind of freedom you have in voicings, in uh, chord structures, just the way that um, you kind of surround a melody with feeling. Mm -hmm. In a way that uh, I think something that jazz really informs for me is like tension and release. And in a sense that if uh, a pop song may be very much just released the whole time, it's like, this feels good. Like every second of this is happy. Yeah. And this kind of like jazz tonality has a little more like, oh, this feels like bad for a second. But when it comes back, it feels even better. Mm. And that's something I really appreciate about jazz. Did you find yourself while living in, in Massachusetts, did you find that it was easy to talk to your peers about such sophisticated music did you find kindred spirits to play with yeah there well um i went to a jazz camp <laughs> that was mostly Look at you. I, <laughs> <laughs> no it was really i was so embarrassed i like really enjoyed it but i was like i can't tell anybody i'm going to jazz camp oh no <laughs> but uh yeah that was mostly i mean i had uh, a couple friends growing up who were similarly just like fascinated with jazz and but they were rare, yeah, few and far between, for sure. And so jazz camp was really special. There was a, they'd had it at the like local college, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of like um, really great jazz musicians would come and teach for the summer. And uh, it was really cool to have a place where everybody there was into the same type, of, or just at least interested in some type of jazz. Yeah, I love uh, that uh, Chicago is still a destination for musicians to come and. and put roots down uh because of our long uh, jazz and blues and and hip-hop traditions what made you pack all your things and, and move halfway across the country i don't know it was pretty random i i was uh 
20, 19, 20 years old, and I was um, I was in love. I moved, moved here for my girlfriend at the time, and uh, and then I don't know, you know, I just float along. <laughs> but uh, over the past couple of years, it's become a really special place to me. Just meeting the community and having people to collaborate with, and um, yeah, it's definitely become a second home to me in a way that I really treasure and appreciate. <laughs> I used the word lush a little earlier to describe what I hear on Cannonball, and I want to make sure people know it's Cannonball with an exclamation point. The exclamation point has meaning to me. Uh, there are so many just rich, fat layers uh, in, in this album. Uh, you hear a lot of uh, really sparse-sounding minimal beats on a lot of radio stations. Uh, trap music uh, minimalism is very, very hot right now. What made you go in your particular direction, giving us uh, extra sound and not less? Mm, um, I guess, well, it's just the the process that I make things in is that like I'm a lot of times I'm writing while I'm recording and so it's a lot what's what's funny to hear you say that is that like this uh this record I, I like kind of consciously was like let's take some out <laughs> oh, there was more <laughs> there was yeah because uh it's just usually when I'm making a song it's just I'll make like just dozens of layers of yeah. things and then take out the things that kind of aren't adding to it but it's definitely, yeah, I wouldn't, I guess it's not minimal. It's not quite minimal. We're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> and there is something to be said for, um, you know, sparse sparseness in, in, in a beat because it kind of allows you to be able to concentrate on lyrical content a little bit more, but you're not, we're not lacking for that on Cannonball. You're very funny. <laughs> You're a very funny lyricist, but it's, there's also a lot of uh, just real life stuff in there what do you decide uh needs a little levity and what do you let just kind of steep in its emotion um i don't think about it too much i guess most of the writing is very kind of stream of consciousness and then later edited a little bit to at least fit some kind of songwriting form mm -hmm. but um that's kind of just how i think about things you know i'm kind of i'm bummed out about a lot of stuff but at the same time you can't take anything too seriously and everything is funny at a certain point if you think about it long enough it's true yeah, so I try to just have a little bit of both in every song. I write songs everywhere I go, everywhere I land. I don't have a band, I don't need a band. I wrote songs in Japan on my grandma's baby grand. She was dancing, clapping her hands. And what do you do if the mirror is looking at you funny? Massachusetts maple syrup, you sweeter than honey. The sunny side of the street is 200 degrees in the summer. Uh. And I bet everything I have on it, I put a little Ramitaz on it. I'm only sad when I'm mad on it. On the, uh, the track, People Watching, which is one of my favorites, you say, I don't have a band, I don't need a band, which is an interesting statement from someone who knows so many talented musicians. What's attractive to you about taking the songwriting process and, and working through it mostly alone? It's easier, I think it's just easier for me to experiment by myself. Uh, although, like, there's something to be said for when you're collaborating with someone, like, 
the, the most amazing thing is that they'll come up with something you never even would have thought of. And mm -hmm. that kind of combination is the magical thing there. But for me, um, it's hard for me to be totally free in front of people that I don't know very well. So for certain people, like I write songs with Kaina all the time and it's like we have the kind of relationship where I can just try something and yeah. see what happens. But, um, but yeah, I guess it's just easier for me to experiment, take my time, try something that sounds funny at first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I read that uh, you said that you find some aspects of songwriting to be daunting. And I get that because it is. <laughs> but overall, you, you said that you find the whole process to be therapeutic. How, how so? Uh, I guess I'm pretty, I don't really, uh, you know, dish them. I don't, uh, you know, vent to a lot of people or anything. I guess it's uh, a place for me to feel like I made the space musically and so I can fill it with whatever is concerning me at the time. I don't really like to, like, take up people's time or, you know, uh, mental ability. <laughs> like I mean, trying I, to, you know, yeah, I mean, it, you, you find yourself not wanting to be a burden to your friends, but that's what friends are for. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I am trying to get better at that. I, I, uh, and then maybe the music will suffer and then, <laughs> but I'll be happier. <laughs> hey, well, th that's the, that's the balance that I think most creative people have to find for themselves, right? Like you, you can throw yourself all into your, to your work and get into your own head and not really, uh, not really take care of yourself in that way but your music sounds dope <laughs> yeah duh, definitely a happy medium would <laughs> would make me happy <laughs> yeah i want to uh make sure that people know that the album is called cannonball 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 <laughs> and uh the uh the album is very exciting i am excited for you thank you so much for making time for thank us and morimoto it's vocalo radio thank Bye. you vocalo time froze i chose love i won't budge most people I haven't met, I don't judge Or at least that's what I tell me to do Sometimes it happens if I'm telling the truth I'm fine, I'm laughing, I'm aware, I'm the fool I'm 